What's up, y'all? Welcome to Three Brothers and a Shot of Milk. We'll talk with superheroes, movies, TV, video games, comic book, anime, action figures, cartoons, and more. And more. Hey, I'm Lawrence St. Victor. We got Jack Walker, Pearson, Richard Wilson, Christopher St. Victor. Gentlemen, what are you watching? What are you reading? What are you playing? What's going on? How's your week, Rich? My week's my week's going all right. Um, you know, I've been out here uh, watching Baki Hama. I finished the series. Um, dope stuff. If y'all don't know about Baki, the first one that came out, uh, pretty good stuff. About a, about a teenage kid, uh, high schooler actually, that goes into a fighting tournament. His dad is like the strongest person in the world. So he's kind of like in the shadow of him. He has to break out and do his own thing. But Baki Hanma is also the same thing, but now he's gearing up to fight his dad. So now he mm-hmm. goes against, he goes against Mr. Unchained. If you remember him, he was the, I want to say flamboyant, but the really strong black dude in Baki. Um, pretty much, he can go. He he he's his home is a prison, but he can go in and out as he chooses because he he's they can't contain him. He's Mister Unchained. Um, been watching Midnight Mass. Almost done with that. Pretty interesting. That's on Netflix. These both are on Netflix, by the way. And then Baruto, bro. If y'all haven't been watching Baruto, a major character died. A major character died. And y'all need to get into this. Like, you said I have to watch the the first one first. I mean, you need to watch Chipotle in, in order to get like the feels up. I mean, honestly, you need to watch all of it. But you know, <laughs> you can you can start a Chipotle if you want. You Just know, tell me where to start. Yeah, start a Chipotle. Okay. Do Chipotle. Watch all of Chipotle. I mean, you could skip the fluff. There's a lot of filler stuff. You can skip all that. You'll, you'll know if it, if it doesn't if it doesn't progress the main story. You'll know. There's like oh, I like I like I, the character I, stuff though. Uh, well, the then, then watch all of Chipotle, then you could jump right into Baruto, bro. How many episodes? Oh, bro, there's a lot. <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot. Can you, can you, you to dedicate a month of your life? Can you describe for us the physicality of the flamboyant black character named Unchained? Mr. Unchained, he is just a huge, I would say he has like a bodybuilder physique like legit he rips out of his suit or whatever clothing he's wearing he's wearing <laughs> speedos and he proceeds to fight <laughs> like, his clothes just burst off and he's in he's his just, speedos and he's ready to fight whoosh, like a, the, when he started fighting he ripped out of his clothes his tuxedo was still standing there while he was fighting <laughs> i was like okay i'm sold you should have left his pants off Man. Yeah, a- anyone who can flex their pants off is impressive. Jack, what's up with you, man? Alright, uh, been pretty light week, but I picked this up, I've been reading it. Obviously, this is my girl, Peach Peach. My girl, like I know her, right? This, this, this comic is The Death of Doctor Strange. So, they're oh. killing Doctor Strange off in the comic, and things get kind of strange after he dies. Spoiler alert, he dies at the end of this one, number death one, Doctor Death strange. of Doctor Strange. <laughs> Didn't give it too much away, but it does kind of get strange right at the end of it after his death. So mm. I enjoyed the read. I'm definitely probably going to follow this series out, see where it goes. So hopefully I'll have more to report without any spoilers on it, though. Nice. And Peach, she does the, all the art, not just the cover, right? Nah, she's just the cover on this one. Okay. This just this yeah. her cover variant, but Sick I'm cover. just such a fan of her work, man. Yeah. And she won, which is dope. She won. Yeah, she did. Congratulations. Yes. 
Sick. Her stuff is amazing, man. I love. I follow. You know, we follow her on Instagram. Just whenever her stuff pops up, it's always a treat. I've been playing. Uh, I tried uh, Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven. Okay. Uh, it's okay. I'm still still new, but it's okay. It's not mind blowing, but it's all right. Ooh, that's hmm. a bold statement. Okay. What do you think about that, Rich? I'm not gonna lie, it had its problems. I mean, they they went in and fixed the problems, so it's it's playable. It's still it's still a good play. So so you're saying Cyberpunk is no Choo Choo Charles? You know what? Shut up, Choo Choo Charles. All right. You're just gonna keep bringing this up. Choo Choo Charles. But Chris, did you play any other games on your brand new Xbox? I'm still trying to I'm still trying to finish Red Dead Redemption Two for for like a year. Every time I think I'm there, like. More missions, more missions. There's more, more missions, the longest game ever. We need to get on that uh, Modern Warfare, sir. What's happening? I'll get down on it. I'm waiting for this. I like to play the... I don't play the betas. I like to play the campaign first, and then I play the multiplayer. Because I'm just... What's, all, what's out right now? You, you haven't played Modern Warfare that's out right now? No. The last Modern Warfare game I played was Modern Warfare 3. Bro, I see you on this every, every once in a while, but you play Spec Ops. That's what you play. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I, I, the reason why I'm sticking to the older ones because... I play the couch co-op. So I'm full of sleep. We can get, we can get in, we get in, we, you know, we shoot some bad guys, kill some aliens. Yeah. That's my biggest pet peeve right now. There's, there's, there's no, there's no more couch co-op. It's all online, brother. You gotta, gotta give up the times. Uh, couch still, co-op yeah, is where it was. Remember that side-scrolling Ninja Turtle game where you run around with all four of you guys? Oh yeah, yeah. Couch oh yeah. At its best. Why moments I have like you don't know about couch co-op, but Halo. Come on, go You got mad you know quiet. Y'all start talking about games. I know what it is. I know WWF, WWC. Come on, man. You know couch co-op. I know what it is. I know what it is. My week has been hectic, man. So busy. So I haven't been able to do much of anything or read much of anything. But I did start the first episode of Squid Games. Okay. Everyone's joy. talking about it. Yeah, that's well, another one I watch. Yeah. That's Rich, you saw it? Yeah, I saw it, yeah. Dude, it, it it it's it's like an anime. Maybe because I was watching Darwin's game and I jumped into Squid Games, but it's it's really good, man. And I'm gonna break my rule. I'm gonna watch it in the Korean and have the yeah. subtitles. Yeah, because okay. that, ain't, that ain't breaking a rule that's not worth not breaking. Yeah, right. well, because the dub, it's two in the studio. The performances are t- and, and spoiler alert. The stakes are life and death. And like, unless, and if you're in the studio, you're not. The actors on the screen are giving you life and death. The voice sometimes isn't giving yeah, you, you life and you death. Gotta, you got to bring it. You, yeah. know, I, you know, I don't know how true this is, but I heard that the guy who created Squid Games had been trying to get this content made for over a decade. And <laughs> people read the script. They all thought it was trash. They thought it was trash. They thought it was trash. And mm-hmm. he held true to himself. And years, years later, here it is, uh, one of the biggest international things on Netflix right now, and the guy's made. So I think there's there's something to be said about, you know, there's a lesson there. And, and it's it, we all gravitate towards these great stories, Stallone holding out for Rocky and stuff. But I think there's something yes. about staying true to who you are, knowing the value of what you what you're seeking to put out there and – Maintain the course, man. Even when it's hard, maintain the course. You'll win through in the end. Yeah, sometimes your material is too soon. And he needed to wait for there to be a Netflix who's down to invest in content that isn't just star-driven. You know, he had to wait for 
the industry to be ready for him. Yeah. <laughs> he wasn't ready for him yet. Rich, man, I got to ask you a question. What is it, Lawrence? Why is it so hard to get to know Iron Man? Why is it so hard to get to know Iron Man? Because he has a tough exterior. <laughs> it's good. It's good. It's funny because it's true. It's true. Jackie, get it? That might be the worst one yet. Oh, I got more coming. <laughs> just you wait. Only this is work. just going to turn into two brothers. Two brothers. Jack is out. The shot of milk is gone. Here at the Collector's Corner, we take something out of our toy chest, something off our bookshelf, and we present it to you guys. It could be worth millions of dollars or just sentimental. It's something from our collection. Who wants to go first, gentlemen? As you guys know, Superman 78 and Batman 89, that's the, uh, that's the, Tim Burton, Michael Keaton, Batman. Rich is the Tim Burton one, Rich. Uh, yeah, I get it. <laughs> I got it. <laughs> so those comics, those comics dropped a while ago, and there are a couple really cool variant covers I've been gunning for for well, maybe a month now, and I you did picked it. Them Jack, up. You, you did not do it, Jack. You did not do it, Jack. You did not do it, Jack. Did you get the oh, oh man. Got them. These are the uh, these are the Jim Lee homage covers with Superman standing off to the Daily Planets in the background. Then you got Batman up on his ledge with a gargoyle looking out with the signal over the top. Um, just dope, Dude. iconic, instantly iconic covers and instantly collectible. Okay. So I'm super super stoked about that. How do you like yo Chris? How do you feel about that Batman one? <laughs> if you guys can see Chris's face right now, the guy is speechless. Just He's speechless because <laughs> man, Jack, that is dope. How long did it take you to find that? Those uh, those covers are hard to find. Uh, yeah, they they are hard to find, and um, I missed the pre order for them, so I've just been waiting for someone to try to you know get rid of the one they managed to pick up. So second, I hmm. saw it. I had been searching daily looking for these ones because I really want to add them to my collection because they're just so ah, they're just so cool. Rich, what's up with you, man? I got my pops. I got two pops like this, but I got this one specifically. Uh, it's Shuri. She, oh. Black Panther is gold. Oh, which I need to find all these joints, but uh, this is number 393. And uh, yeah, it's pretty, pretty dope. Oh, it's a bobblehead too. Look at that. Bobble, 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 bobble. That's sick, Rich. That's dope. I mean, yeah, I wish the box was in better condition, but it was the only one that I saw on the shelf, and I was like, let me get it. But I, I, hopefully I can find another one in a better box and throw it in the case. But yeah, um, better picture right there. There we go. Look at that. That is nice. This week, I decided to jump into my bookshelf, and I pulled out this series that I was going to the comic book store probably two years ago, and I was like, man, just point me to something good that's not like superhero-y. Give me something that I would never even think to pick up. And he says, you need to get that kill or be killed. I don't know hmm. if you guys have read this series called Kill or Be Killed. It comes out in four, I got the, the graphic novels. It comes out in four volumes. Um, it's by Ed Brubaker, Sean Phillips, and Elizabeth Brettweiser. I'm probably destroying her name. I apologize. But this series is sick. It's pretty much about this guy who's this loser 
who tries to commit suicide, but he fails in his attempt. And then the devil haunts him and says, <laughs> I'm going to take you to hell unless you give me souls. So this dude becomes a vigilante and decides to like hunt bad guys. And he gets intermixed in the, with, with the mafia and stuff. And it is mad dark, <laughs> but it's dope. It's really good. And it's different. And it ends. It has an end to it. So it doesn't okay. keep going. It has a finale. Uh, which is really cool, but that's all we got here at the Collector's Corner. Man, well, how about you, Chris? What are you sharing? <laughs> that's pretty dark, man. <laughs> For those of you who can't see, we're we're missing a brother right now. We had to kick him off because he did not have his latest edition of the Batman comic, which he said he would have. And so we are going sans Chris St. Victor for a little while until he can prove to us that he has it. So he's searching through his closet right now. I think it's time for some news, man. It's time for the news. Yo, Rich, our video game head, we got that new Resident Evil trailer. That dropped. Mm, yeah. At first, I thought it was a prequel, but it's a complete reboot. And apparently, yeah, so it's it, going to be more faithful to the game than the original series. Yeah. I mean, it's, a, it's just a retelling. Uh, they're going to stick stick to the to the content of the of the game. And it looks pretty good. I'm not going to lie. It looked faithful. I mean, it yeah. looked like they're really just... And we're getting a lot more of that, which actually I'm really appreciating. A lot more content seems to be trusting the source material content lately going, you know what? Why do we keep getting all these directors in here that just put their directorial stamp on it? Why can't we get someone who can elevate our stories, which are proven to work? And it looked like that's what we're getting. We're getting someone who's trusting the material or the source material, and they're elevating that story. Yeah, I mean, it looks good. It definitely, I mean, the tone and the look of it. I, I don't know too much about the first Resident Evil games, but um, well, this is is it's the sequel. It's the second one. That's what right? this, this this movie's the sequel. Based around, part. looks like it's based around those characters. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah, but I noticed they got a, a a classic scene when you in Resident Evil One when you first see a zombie, it's like eating on someone, and it kind of slowly turns around and looks back at oh, the, yeah. at the at your at your character. They have that yeah, but I'm talking about I'm, I'm talking about the characters who were following in this. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's Definitely. the cops. It's the characters from the sequel, and they and which they also did the the remake of the video game for the sequel recently. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Looks good to me, man. Um, Squid Games. We talked about it. It's the number one watched show in ninety countries. Yeah, number true. one. Including this country, it's all about timing, and I've, we've seen an influx of this kind of content doing really successful lately. This guy's timing for what has dropped could not have come at a better time for the content. Yeah. It's it, it it just really shows you the people that close the doors don't have the foresight to see because this dude broke all the rules. It's a it's not American. It doesn't have any recognizable American stars, and it's not in English originally, and it became the number one. 
And I can hear studio exec saying, oh, that'll never work. That'll never happen. And it's like this dude beat it because it's good with good performances. And I think I just hope they they see like regular consumers don't care about. They just want a good story. We already have Netflix. We already have Hulu. We already have the platforms. We'll watch it if it's great. We don't need you to just continue to just give us names and give us. And it's original, huh? Like it's not a comic book. Although I love comic book movies, it's refreshing when you get an original story. And I think I believe. I mean, correct me if I'm wrong for the listeners, but I believe that even in uh, Korea, the the stars aren't really that big. They're really not that. They're not that big big name stars. They're just like regular actors. It's pretty dope. I hope I hope like that trend continues to 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 go. That's freaking dope. New York Comic Con guys, that came and went. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, it really did too, didn't it? I mean, yeah. well, like like we have DC fandom and Disney has their thing. And I mean, Witcher has a, a, a convention, uh, an event. So like everyone's kind of like doing their own thing. So Comic-Con did have some nice stories, but they're not the big, big stories because they're being saved. But we did get a Dragon Ball Super um, trailer that's coming out. Um, there's no firm U.S. release date, but we did get a trailer for that. Uh, Star Stick, Star, excuse me, Star Trek Discovery season four put out their uh, trailer and it put um, Michael Burnham in front of the captain's chair. Like, you know, I guess she's going to be captain now, which is pretty dope. The Expanse, for those who love The Expanse, that's getting a season six. It's got a release date of December 10th. That's coming out. A lot of cool things coming out of New York Comic Con. So if you guys want to go check, uh, just Google it. IGN has a long list of things. DC Fandom. <laughs> is happening December 16th. And if you're in Australia, December 17th. And man, they're coming. They're coming with a whole lot of stuff, man. We're going to probably get another trailer of the Batman. Okay. That'll be there. We know Young Justice, they showed their poster that they're going to get a new season. So I wouldn't be surprised if we're going to get more. Um, maybe we get a teaser around that. Uh, we're going to get right. updates on Batman, Black Adam, Flash, Shazam, and Aquaman movies. We're going to get updates on those guys. Uh, Su- Suicide Squad kill the Justice League and Gotham Knight games. We're probably going to get more information around there. Hopefully we get some gameplay. More, We got some gameplay with uh, Gotham Knights, but hopefully we'll get some gameplay with Suicide Squad. And then we'll get more news on Wonder Woman, Batman, Black Man to comics. You know, there's, there's a lot of stuff coming out with DC fandom, so... I'm excited for that, man. I'm excited for another The Batman trailer, dude. Of course, Batman was one of the characters you opted to get rid of, which meant this movie would have gone. I would say opted to retire. Either way you said it. Hey, Rich, how much much does this guy talk about the Spider-Man multiverse? Didn't he get rid of Spider-Man? So much. He wants Spider-Ham so bad. Spider-Ham, Spider-Pig, I want all of it. Man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For those of you who missed an uh, episode ago, we had de- debated if you had to get rid of a character, Spider-Man, Batman, or Superman, who would you get rid of? And Lawrence got rid of Batman, and that's I what we're talking about. Batman. You got rid of him. I got rid of him. 86, I did get rid of him. the Bat. Well, he you know what? what the Joker could not do. We don't got to talk about last week's <laughs> debate, Jack, because we got yeah, a debate right, right, right now. Oh, he's bringing the thunder! Yo, what a treat we've had. We liked some episodes. We didn't care for some episodes. 
usually back to back. Like we like one, we didn't like one, we like one. But what if has been a treat? But we talked a lot of trash. And I want to know that if you were a producer, if you had the keys to the kingdom, if you were Kevin Feige and you got to make a what if episode, what would that episode be? Here are the limitations. You can only use MCU established characters. So you have the same handcuffs that those producers and directors had when they made this series. Who wants to go first? What if? Oh, I'll go because mine is going to be um, disappointing. It's going to be one of those episodes <laughs> that you don't want to watch. All right? Actually, I have two ideas. I want to see Drax. If his family never died, what would this man's life be like? He'd be getting drunk in a bar. We saw it for Star-Lord. saw him as a bartender. No, that's not. I don't want to see that. I want to see something else. That's because Star Panther brought him into the fold and made him a bartender. But then we saw the other reality where he's partying with Thor on Earth. I don't want that one either. Party, Rich. No, he's not. No, he's not. He's, oh, he's so going to be a family story? man. What's the I story? I mean, the, the story is Back you're going to see him man. just a family man, being a family man. And every so often around the corner, it seems like danger is about to loom and he gets ready. But then nothing happens. Like something very mundane happens. You know, yes. that could be a You're charming freaking... No, 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 no. I like that. That could be a charming episode. Just yeah. really, if, like, if it's written funny and warm. Yeah, well, that's what I was thinking. You consider how charismatic Baptista is, it probably would be pretty damn entertaining, actually. I like that. And then M'Baku, M'Baku I would like to see him as Black Panther. What if he won the fight to be what Black do you Panther? Mean? What are you talking about? You gave two lame ideas. That's freaking dope. It's a, I mean... The first one I knew was going to be lame because I was like, you know, him being a family man with danger might be looming around the corner, but it's not there. But Rich, you know why that first one's brilliant? Because it's super sad because we we see what our Drax lost. Yeah. So it gets real sad. As, yeah. as, as warm and charming as your episode is, we're like, dang. Now on that, that's why he was so mad. That's why he wanted to kill Thanos. Honestly, I, I got to admit, it's unexpectedly brilliant. Hmm. Well, well done, Rich. Is, I should be a writer? I, yeah. Hey. And speaking of brilliantness, the brilliance, which is rich from time to time, can we talk about your shirt? We How we do we miss your shirt? This is, this is an oldie, but a goodie. This is a uh, uh, Rick. Rick Grimes holding his gun out. And the caption is, this is not a democracy. Uh, this is a dictatorship. It's a dictatorship. <laughs> For those who don't know Rick yeah. Grimes, he is the star, the lead character of the Walking Dead series and comic book. Nice, Rich. Dude, and even Umbaku as Black Panther. And like, what does that look like? And it can show us how important the right person is with that mantle. Yeah. And, and he can be a he can either be a cautionary tale or can exceed our expectations. I mean, it can go either way. Either way is pretty freaking good. Dude, no debate from me. See what happens right. when I take Deadpool away from you? You just come up with dope <laughs> ideas. <laughs> but Deadpool is so good. You can't put him in everything, Rich. You can't be in everything. Jack, what's up, man? <clears throat> I also had two what-if ideas. One was, what if Thor had gone for the neck, right? What if that mm -hmm. was a killing blow? Mm -hmm. And and the reason why I think it's an interesting what if is because now you have the power dynamic of all the uh, crystals right there. What do you do with them? How does that spin things out of control, right? And you're still dealing with an earth that has been, you know, 
the earth has been set to war. So what's the aftermath of that? Wow, so, so it's it's a bittersweet victory, but it's still a victory, and you still had heroes lost, you know. But he never so got would, the snap off. So would you say like Thor, who lost his world, is like, well, I'm taking the gauntlet because I need to protect it, and then Wakanda's like, no, 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 <laughs> we'll hold on to it. And then freaking Nick Fury's like, what are y'all talking about? This is Shield property now, right? Ooh. Or is Tony? Or is Tony? Now that he has time with the stuff, able to actually create a housing that can power them, you know, maintain the power of them. So where does where does the story go if what if Thor had gone for the neck? Sounds like more war. And now we're yeah, warring against this. That's there's no debate today. That's freaking dope. What's your second one? The other one I was I was wondering what if they had botched it when they got when they went back in time and they got stuck in in the time they went to oh so now they still have the, they still have preparation time because they know it's coming although they'll the most of them will be dead dead and gone before that arrives it's kind of like a better version of tomorrow's war <laughs> oh you mean instead of like taking people from the past to fight in the future, you just go to the past and prepare for the war to come? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what does that look like? What happens if you take the Avengers from their timeline and actually stick them in a place where they're not needed, knowing that the biggest threat to the planet is going to happen when they're all, you know, old? So by doing this, they would create a new timeline because now they're, they technically are preparing their future selves. For yeah. the oncoming, right? But not and their so future how do, selves. That because the timeline just splits. You, like in, in right, their they, version of time, they can't change their present. So, right. so well, make a new time or, or, so or the are they? Is, will the time? Uh, what are they called? Time uh, lords. Do the time lords step lords. Lord. Yeah. Not the time variant. Variants. Time the variant yeah. to TVA. TVA. Yes. Will they step in to stop it? Mm. And then what does that look like? I'm with you. I'm with you. Mine is not as good compared to you guys. Y'all really went in. I'm embarrassed. Um, no, my what if is what if Uncle Ben didn't die? You're obsessed with Uncle Ben. I am obsessed with Uncle Ben. But here's my what if. And I, hang on. Pause, though. Sorry. You said you could only use characters that had been established in the MCU. Uncle Ooh. Ben has not been established in the MCU. Yeah, uh, last time I checked, what ifs in the MCU, and Peter Parker mentioned Uncle Ben in the what if series. Oh, Checkmate. Right. Okay. You got one Whatever. line. You got one all right. line in oh. all the MCU content that actually feeds into your thing. We give it to him. Hey. Okay. Hey. And, and Uncle Ben's not in my episode. I got nothing to do with Uncle Ben. The reason why Uncle Ben surviving is a, a crucial point is because, in my opinion. Spider-Man doesn't become a hero unless his uncle dies. When he gets bitten by the spider, he goes into wrestle, he goes to make money, he goes into make himself feel important and strong, has the wrong motivations for everything. And when he messed up with his uncle dying, that's where great power becomes great responsibility hit him. And if you take that away, what if his uncle didn't die is what if Spider-Man does become a superhero. So what does that look like? This arrogant, egotistical nerd who got picked on now has all this power and never got checked. I'm not saying he becomes a villain, but I think he becomes a, 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 a super <laughs> dick. 
and and pretty awful and pretty awful. And I think he, I wouldn't be surprised if 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 he works for hire, <laughs> like he's he's that guy. Yeah, like a little mercenary. Yeah, yeah, superhero for hire or muscle for hire or something. But wants fortune and wants Honestly, uh, to be famous. That's really good, Lawrence. That Thank that's you, a Jack. good one. Yes. Yeah. Yo, everyone's killing it. You got another one? I mean, we we both did too. Well, that wasn't the assignment. <laughs> that was not the assignment. So I don't have two. I can I can try to pull one out my keister. Let me see if I can pull one out my keister. Would you In like the meantime, to see? Let's let's see what uh, let's see what Chris came up with. Oh, he's still looking for that comic. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so it's gonna be two brothers and a shot of milk for a while. It looks like it, and I'm gonna What'd spare you... you guys from me trying to pull something and wing it because I got nothing. I think it's time to get to the reason why we're here, man. It's time for the main event. Man, we have been given a treat, the What If series, and guys, we can let's just recap and go. We don't need to have the recap like usual because these three episodes are pretty much like. One, one animated movie. I mean, it's like yeah. it's a little animated movie we got here. So let's just go, just just go with it and just chime in. So we're with Thor. What if Thor was an only child? Apparently, if he was an only child, he'd just be a jerk. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. And he'd have a great relationship with Loki. Yeah. Oh my gosh, the relationship he, he wished he had. Now I'll tell you that this. I didn't care for this episode because I felt like nothing. It mattered. was a filler episode. But the yeah. fact that he has a better relationship with Loki actually did tickle me. I found that funny. That they're freaking bros. Rivalry. Yeah. You take away the rivalry, they'd actually, they actually would get along. Thor would be more like Loki without Loki. I mean, he already was irresponsible when we saw him in Thor 1, but he still was heroic. This Thor is like... Correct <laughs> me if I'm wrong. What, didn't he... Do- destroy planets by partying on them too hard yeah did i just make that up no you, well, no he no was no destroying earth he was by destroying on it which hard. means he probably did it before i think the the they're mistitled because it's like in thor one he got banished to earth because he went to go fight where he shouldn't have fought right right odin was like i'm throwing you out and you're not worthy or whatever like he, he He's doing way worse here, but he still has his hammer. So it's like, what if Odin didn't care? Should have been the title of this episode. Mm. Well, he slept. Yeah. He was still sleeping. What if Odin slept more? What if Odin just never woke mm. up? Thor would be partying and scared of his mama. Yo, this episode turned into a Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Yeah. It was, it was, honestly, it was probably the most pointless of all of the episodes so far. Man. What if Thor was an only child? Could have been titled. Who cares about this episode? <laughs> what if? <laughs> Wait. What if we just made the most random episode to bridge what we're really trying to get to, which is the last literally five seconds of the episode when the next two episodes. But you literally could have tacked on Ultron to any of them episodes. You didn't need the way Thor it to party. showed up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This was a pointless one. You could definitely skip it. It's nice to see the. Brother, not brother, dynamic relationship. Other than that, what what was that episode? About? I don't even know. One thing this episode could have gave us is at least the dopest fight scene between Captain Marvel and Thor. Mm. 
they were just kind of ping pong each other over the globe and it didn't yeah. have any stakes. But like if they gave us like what would it be like if they fought, at least this episode would have had that. But they didn't. So moving on, what if Ultron won? Yo, Marvel does not disappoint, man. They went from we love it, we don't like it. We love it. This episode was freaking fire. Yeah. This is a great well, episode. It, I, honestly, oh man, it's tough. Was it the best of the episodes? The story might have been. The actual story. Nah, you're right. Strange, the Doctor bro. Strange one was but but to see how all those play out in this one. Like that's a okay. spoiler, right? Spoiler alert, even in the recap. Spoiler alert. We, we, everything we're you've going been in. watching and the other what ifs all kind of come to flourishing in the last two what ifs. They all start mm-hmm. playing out. In that so this should have been called what if the watcher talked too much. He talks too much. Like that's what happened, right? The vision <laughs> just said, what was that? <laughs> that destroyed the multiverse. Wait, 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 wait. You got to do the recap. You actually got to recap this. So basically it's as if Ultron won. Ultron was able to get whatever that makes Vision's body, and he gave himself some like a bio artificial intelligence body. And with doing that and having the uh, the the Infinity Stone, he had the power to do what we've never seen Vision do when we needed him to do stuff <laughs> in the other movies, oh, yeah. which is like take over the freaking Earth, make more um, well, and, Ultron and like robots. He, he killed Thanos in. Literally half a second. He he yeah. looks at Thanos. Wait, wait, wait. And goes, so he takes over his Earth. You have freaking um Hawkeye and the the least powerful Avengers with no powers are the ones riding around trying to stop this guy. The world's obliterated. Hawkeye dies. She basically gets this arrow within the arrow, not the arrow, but she basically gets the art of that, that guy from freaking um Captain America. The, the, I forgot his name, but the basically guy. the guy yeah, who's he, been stuck in the computer. Zola. So, Zola, yes. He has the equation to destroy pretty much Ultron Vision. Um, By Vision, basically uploading a virus into a computer software program. That's pretty much. Vision pretty much destroys the world. And then he hears the Watcher going, this is something I can't do. I want to get involved, but I can't. Vision's like, what? Who? I'm not alone. Who? Who's talking? Vision. <laughs> so then, so Vision just like breaks through freaking multi-dimensional barriers, and he's like, "Oh man, after destroying every world in my universe, I need more worlds to destroy." And then he starts going on a killing spree, Earth to Earth to Earth. He split Thanos with a full Infinity Stone gauntlet in two and i'm like vision you could have done that this whole time but he did that way before he did that way before yeah, he, did, that's, he, that's, he found the watcher that's why he was powerful yeah. enough to hear the watcher so basically right. he took over he took over earth vision took over earth who's actually not vision he's ultron ultron took over earth and then thanos showed up in his timeline and goes ah. to, 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 to get the stone and take over earth and and Ultron turns around, sees Thanos, and just cuts him in half with a laser beam, and then has all the crystals at once. The the stones. No words said at all. Just at all. But my point is, that's Ultron, but he still has all the powers Vision would have in that body. Yeah. And I'm yeah. like, so Vision, you could have done that this whole yeah. time. 
essentially he could have just cut him in half. Cut him in half. Vision, Vision was soft. Vision was yeah. soft, but Ultron is not. So Ultron hears the Watcher talking, breaks through multidimensional barriers, and realizes, I'm not alone out here. There's more Earth to destroy. And he goes on a killing spree. And the dopest one to me is when he arrived with Captain Marvel and killed her by blowing her up in the middle of that planet. I was mm. like, yo, yeah, that yeah. was freaking sick. Because yeah. in my head, I'm like, if there's anybody that can stand a chance against him, it's Captain Marvel. And the way he killed her was, it was crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. Which, now, make this make sense to me, since we're kind of recapping and jiving. He wants to kill, okay. like, all life, yeah. right? He wants right. to... Well, what was his manifesto? He wanted to kill all organic life, because organic life was just a disease upon the world or the universe. Right. Well, at first, chaos. it was the world, and then it became, yeah, it became chaos. So, therefore, had, getting rid of he, all organic life... He has all the Infinity Stones. Quiet right? the chaos. He has all the oh. infinity stones, right? That's that's interesting. Right. Yeah. Just snap it. You want to snap? <laughs> he just likes bloodshed. But the snap would have caused uh, an ex in a um trying to find the right words would have would have used a lot of power, which he probably knew that he couldn't he couldn't handle because like when uh, Thanos used it, he got the snap, he got hurt. When he snapped again, he hurt himself even more. Yeah. Well, the other thing is he wasn't. Fair just trying to do it in his universe now. Now he was trying to do it in all the multiple universes. And so what, is he going to go around snapping in all of them? Be easier than what he was doing. Well, keep in mind that it said that the power structure of the stone is specific to each universe. They're all a little different. And he so... He was empowered by them in each universe. He was, he was empowered by them. But to create an effect in all universes at once using a stone... Maybe that's like a, I don't know, maybe that's not really plausible based off of the information we had going into this. So Fair then enough. what happened is you have, so to continue the recap, then you have the watcher go, all right, man, I got to break my only rule. He's basically like Batman breaking his I'm not going to kill rule. Of course, that depends on what director you have directing the Batman series <laughs> i suppose because zach snyder might just have anyways anyways uh, or tim burton most tim directors burton. yeah most batman directors have that man be, be breaking that rule anyways anyways so <laughs> the watcher goes i'll have to break my only rule i'll have to get involved and actually talk to people i have to stop just watching like a creeper and <laughs> go make some friends so he puts together his <laughs> own what's he call it <laughs> The Guardians of the Multiverse. <laughs> the Guardians yep. of the Multiverse. I think they could have paid someone a little better to come up with a slightly more catchy title for he that. He said that I have to scour the, the the multiverse for the best. And I'm like, these are the best? That's what I thought, too. Why not get the Avengers that actually <laughs> beat the guy with Infinity Stones? Because there's a world oh, in which there's a group well, of heroes that have experience fighting Infinity Stones. And with and the with the exception of Doctor Strange, I was wondering that he had actually managed to assemble the best from all multiverses. But but Doctor Strange, th that was irrefutable. Clearly, oh, that he's, was he's, a big He's godlike. But my, my thing is yeah. this. If, if you know there's an Earth where these Avengers beat a guy with the Infinity Stones, how are you not just grabbing them? Hey, you know how you did that with Thanos? 
Do it again. Keep this in mind. <laughs> it's what Strange said in the fight. He goes, uh, oh, you never wanted us to beat him. You just wanted us to separate him from the stones. He was never trying to beat him. He was only trying to separate the stones from the box. That's what they did in that's what they did in endgame. You just could have got that team. Yeah, no, but they should have done. But... They should have just done another vision. They should have got all the visions from whatever <laughs> multiverses left. All of the visions. In my mind, I'm like, why not get all the visions and all the Doctor Stranges? Why are you getting why are you getting Killmonger? For what? <laughs> well, I I other than reasons, I know why. Well, why? Because they had that whack episode where they they needed them, and so they pulled all the whack characters from all the whack episodes that worked <laughs> didn't work to put them in these ones. So you felt like there was a reason you watched all of the what ifs leading up to the last two what ifs. That's my issue, Jack. I felt like Marvel they did what Marvel does. You think you're watching movies or a series, but it turns out they're just origin stories to get us to the team up. And mm-hmm. you're like you're watching them. Like why does it feel weaker why does it feel like there could be more oh they couldn't be more because we need to get to the team up instead of letting the episodes just be what ifs except for this team up was did you feel the payoff of this team up no there was one thing i needed with this team up and i probably wouldn't ask a question a two-minute scene between killmonger and t'challa i know they're not of each other's world but how can you have them both on the same team and it's just you know what, cuz? Cousin. It's like, really? <laughs> like, for real? Like, that's... Well, there was... Uh, for me, when when the Watcher went to go assemble his team, when he went back and got the Doctor Strange... And we even talked about that. We talked about it when we watched that episode. I go, keep in mind, he's not gone. He's floating around by himself in some universe with only him floating around in a Crystal Palace thing. Yeah. When he went back and he picked up Strange... That's when I was like, this content's going to be just great. Uh, I'm along for the ride. Because he, you went and found the most powerful being in all of the multiverses to put in your army. But then my problem was the rest of the team wasn't up to snuff, you know? Because nah, they're just there because of <clears throat> reasons. Those were the episodes. I, but if you would have gave me an inner dynamic, I would have been okay with it. Like, Killmonger's on a team with a cousin that he murdered in his world. That can't be casual. That's weird. And I don't know if well, we I mean, have time to sit in it, but like, what is that? Dude? Like, you're standing well, face but, to face but with But that's guy. why they, I'm sorry, that's why they put that one single line into the content after Killmonger took the stones off the body, removing it. That's when Strange was like, saw everything kind of playing out and gave the Watcher credit for having omnipotent foresight to see how this was going to play out. He didn't put together the best team. He put together a team that would play out a certain set of circumstances. And that's right. what that one line implied. It wasn't that this is the best team to defeat the big bad. It was simply that this is the team to do this very specific thing with the big bad. But there, but even if that's the case, there's still payoffs. There's still, yeah, Killmonger sees a cousin who he killed. You got Peggy Carter seeing uh, a Black Widow that she doesn't know, but she should. Like, there, there's still cool character moments we can have and still have the plot play out. 
But it's like whenever you have any type of time travel, multi whatever movie, you always get those moments where it's like you look just like my brother that I lost. Like that's just comes with the territory of this stuff. Yeah, except for what they did was like if there were redemption, this I guess this is where I diverge from what you're saying. If there was redemption for Killmonger in this episode, then I would absolutely be going, why was there never a moment for them? But there's not. They just flipped one big bad to make it a different big bad. But it has to make sense. He's still a person. Like he, he's still like so. When, when I see stuff like that, it just feels. When it's that casual, it How doesn't did he feel put like on the suit in the first place. He, when he got the head of, I believe, one of the um, one of the one of the robots, he like reprogrammed it pretty now, much. How? Because he was, was doing because when he was working he, with Stark. Yeah, when he was working on Stark, he had that knowledge. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. you saw you saw him doing it like real briefly. You saw him like taking an eye out, and then it started growing red or whatever. And then I guess he he linked up the signals. I don't know. I'm just making it up as I go along right now. He linked up the signals. They did the same thing too. That's why we got where we are right now. But anyway, they linked up the signals. The suit came off to him, and then boom, he got all those stones. It's very interesting. A, a big part of this episode that has a massive question mark is: Did you guys know about the lost episode? There's a lost there's a lost episode of what if because of the pandemic, they weren't able to finish all the episodes. So huh. Gamora having that like Infinity oh, Stone yeah, destroyer, he picked her. that is an episode uh, that they weren't able uh, to finish. I was okay. wondering why he he was like, not you, Stark, you daughter of. Yeah. Yeah. No, that was interesting. I uh, think it okay. would. I think the episode was something like if Gamora and Tony Stark kind of did the Thor Ragnarok thing. Like, they got sent off somewhere. Um, ah, that's why we were looking at a Iron Man in a costume like we had no reference for. Yeah. Um, so they say we might get that episode in season two as almost a prequel, just to see it. And they said season two will continue as an anthology series. I didn't love the last episode. I, I, I mean, of course, I had a good time watching it. It was freaking fun. But when I think about it, it's like... Now, when you say the last episode, do you mean the last two? No, the last episode. The build, the the, the freaking what if Ultron won? The build to that last one was fantastic. That was so, yeah, I like that one. God, but incredible. the last one, the actual what war, if the Watcher got involved? Yeah, because I get, I see like the writing of it, right? Like we got to use all the heroes from all the episodes, but why would you do that? We'll put in a line where he says, this is the best way it needs to play out. It's not the best. It's like I'm watching you just come up with reasons that don't make sense. So you saw Gamora with an Infinity Stone Destroyer standing next to Tony Stark in some Hulk Buster Iron Man suit. And you go, no, I probably don't. I don't need your help. I'm gonna take, <laughs> why not take both of them, Rich? The multiverse is at stake. You. You have uh, access Tony. to getting all the heroes that are alive from everywhere, and you grab. And these. there's got to be some other multiverse scenarios that played out, putting the stones in, in a hero's hand. There's a hero floating around somewhere with all the Infinity Stones. That's what I'm saying. The and uh, you so know what? Powerful. Honestly, there's probably a multiverse scenario where the same Ultron turned into Vision and got all the stones. You know what I mean? Like there's all these multi. It's a multiverse. Anything. It's almost like anything you can think of exists. So where well, was that guy? Yeah. But when it's so loose, 
then you go, then why are these rules put in place? Why are these sick? Why can't you go here? Why can't you grab that? Why you? Why not get a hundred Doctor Stranges and a hundred Visions and take this dude down? The multiverse is at stake. What are we doing here, Rich? What well, say now, you? The, the, well, now the question is how many? How many of the multiverses weren't destroyed? Because if he's just getting the ones that that weren't destroyed, then maybe he had a limited amount of multiverses to choose from. Well, I know one multiverse that's not destroyed is the one where the Avengers beat the guy with the Infinity Stones. <laughs> Are you sure? Well, I hope we have another phase coming, so I hope that. that <laughs> well, I didn't feel like I felt like nothing from these is necessarily going to affect the actual MCU. Series. Yeah, I agree with that. It might affect the other Disney Plus series. I can see how Loki can grab something from this if they wanted to. They don't need to. But I can see how they can play with it like that if they want. Wasn't Loki... Oh, no, but that, that world got destroyed because Loki did take over one of the worlds, but that world got destroyed. No. I mean, that like... That was the world at the end that that that, that he he dropped um, Black Widow into. Right. And that's mm-hmm. what I mean. Yeah. Like, like, they brought Black Widow back and they took her from her destroyed world gave her to another world and you had mm. um fury going well you're not my widow but you seem to have the same spirit so you're like okay so you're bringing characters back in this but i didn't feel like that affected our story no. you brought captain america back essentially as captain britannia <laughs> <You know? laughs> and 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 they made sure that they showed us that they dropped black widow in the hank pym killing the avengers world Exactly. So right. Captain America yeah. would have been the only one because he was still on ice when Pym was murdering everybody. Right. Um, I wonder ah, that how would we accept that if they found a way to bring Scarlett Johansson back and use this series? Like, would that work? Or is the series it, well, too? To, no, I don't. I don't think they can expect most people are watching all of this. But they right. could. They could use the multiverse. Listen, the second the multiverse is cracked open and we see it and, you know, spoiler alert for anyone who didn't listen to our Venom episode, there's something happens in the Venom movie that that and then and obviously that's not Marvel Disney, but it is the same content and characters on some level. You know, they introduce a multiverse scenario you have the Spider-Man movie coming out that's introducing this big multiverse scenario. This idea that the the multiverse is going to allow characters from other time streams, other timelines, other content mm-hmm. to start interacting with each other gives us the ability to take anyone who's fallen and displace them. We you saw with Gamora. Yeah. Our, our yeah. Gamora now in our main movies is the one from an alternate timeline where she did From an alternate yeah. timeline. Alternate. But, but I think what right. we're going to see is more stuff like Nick Fury's You're not my name? Black Widow, but You're not you're... my Black Widow. Yes, but you fit into this. What's the big and then here's an interesting thing. Is there a huge difference between timelines that splintered off versus multiverse? No, well, not based off the TVA, because the TVA says a multiverse is simply a timeline that splintered off into another reality. Mm. And so, but you trace that all the all the way back to the beginning of time. You've got an infinite amount of splinters that splintered on top of each other, splintered on top of splinters, and so you just have a completely different Earth in some settings. 
completely different universe in some settings. Um, but it was my understanding based off of the TVA scenario that this thing gave order to a multiverse, putting everything into one stream. Here's what's okay. interesting with that then, because the watcher is at play and the TVA is at play and they uh -huh. essentially are watching the same thing and the watcher can't get involved. I, I wonder how that, how it all works together with time and the TVA and the multiverse. What was really interesting is in the Loki series with the TVA, the Infinity Stones have zero power. Right. But the Watcher was very susceptible to the power of the Infinity Stones. So wherever the Watcher exists, he exists within the time stream of all of the universes, and he is affected by the Infinity Stones. Was he affected by it, or was he just overpowered by Ultron? In either case, you're affected by it. The, the mm. things were not rendered powerless when Ultron got to that realm that he was in. Right. Otherwise, it wouldn't have been much of a fight, you know. So, what, so was, then, what was the what was different about the TVA that it rendered the stones useless? Whereas you that's could take I think, them, my I, think it's, I think it's where where is the TVA? Wherever they are, <laughs> they're not in a universe. They're 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 somewhere where the rules don't apply because the watcher's sitting in some pocket dimension or whatever he is, and like, yeah, you're right, Jack. The rules applied. <laughs> he can break through that sucker, but the TVA is somewhere where them joints are paperweights. So the TVA essentially is more powerful or in a place that's more powerful than what the Watcher constructed for himself. Exactly. Well, so the, what the, the heck Watcher, is the TVA? Well, keep in mind the Watcher is just one of many Watchers. He's True. not exclusive. It's outside of time and space, but maybe that's why. The TVA. The TVA, the TVA is outside of time and space. Maybe that's why the, the stones have no power there, and because where because I'm because where the watcher is, he still was in time and space. He's just kind of like in so between. on a, on a power level, whoever is the maker of the TVA sits way higher than the watcher. Well, yeah. godlike level. Well, but then that's saying that uh, Kang, the Conqueror, is the most powerful thing in this version of the MCU. It appears to be. Yeah. Wherever he's at, those or stones maybe don't work. maybe he just has a neck. You know, maybe he's not you know the most powerful thing, but he just has enough power where he can take himself and everything and create a world outside of time and space. Well, that's what he would have had to done. He create something outside of it. But they said he was. They said where he was at was at the end of time, mm. right? Time yes. that hasn't been put on a, a timeline yet. Right. He's just passed whatever we're saying is current he's future he's so future future that it's beyond future though that's where he is but is that that's not where the tva is that's where he was residing right but he was just yeah i guess that's true yeah that's where he's residing for those listening we're bringing up loki because what if rides on the infinity stones and how powerful they are and loki in the first episode they cheated them joints like they were marbles children's toys <laughs> yeah. yeah. So we're like, what is the power level in this universe? Well, really, what we're trying to ascertain is where does it fit into what we know? Because, and also, listen, we're trying to put content that doesn't necessarily fit with content that doesn't necessarily fit with it, right? The What True. If series is a cool idea because it's a successful comic book uh, line that lets writers 
explore things they otherwise wouldn't get the opportunity to? What and if this happened? That's where I feel a little shortchanged because you can't explore what if if you're gearing up for a team up. That means like you're, you can't take it as far as you want to take it because you know that you need like that's why for, for the most part, I think we all said this. Every episode ended where we hoped it started. Mm. Like well, where we he, saw Killmonger, I wanted that episode to be that. Him yeah. as Black well, Panther, what does that world look like? I wanted to see what why. And I, I agree with here's where I agree with you. I don't think we needed the team up. The what if Ultron one standalone would have been hands down in running for number one, definitely top three of the entire series. Top if, what if, two, in my opinion. Yeah, <laughs> but I mean, in the, it, it, debatable as to, I mean, you have three just great, great, great episodes, which is awesome to have three. The what if the Watcher broke his rule? I thought that was going to, what, what I was looking forward to seeing was, the repercussions brought on to him for breaking a cosmic rule. Mm-hmm. Like what happens when the watcher stops watching and gets involved? Which actually has precedence in the comics themselves, right? It's like um, there's not just one watcher. There's there's a whole council of watchers. They're called the Council of the Watchers. And they got their name well, they chose to go by the Watchers because they had actually lost the origin of their name through time. They didn't know who they were, so they called themselves the Watchers. Mm-hmm. They called themselves the Watchers because that's what they do on a cosmic level by choice. At one point in their time, they did get involved and they bestowed a civilization with certain information. In which the comic books, at least I know he, he talks to the Avengers a lot now, but the whole thing of them saying he didn't get involved was because when they did get involved – those worlds would get destroyed. Every time they tried to help, like it would mess it up. Right. So after which they made an oath to never get involved again. Now, the Watcher who we're following, I don't know how you pronounce his name. It's like Uatu or UA2 or something like that. He actually has a precedence for getting involved. At one point, he teamed up with Fantastic Four to prevent cosmic destruction a few times. And he found himself on trial by the Council of the Watchers. And they basically passed an edict over him saying, listen, man, we're going to let you go on the condition that you never involve yourself in any kind of situation again. Okay. Wow. All right. And so I was hoping to see that play out. What's, what's the ramification of this guy who's been involved, been in trouble for being involved, and now gets involved again? He couldn't get involved in the beginning because we'd have no show, and they got him involved in the end because how dope would this team up be? So it's just it's it's his plot. It's not. I'm waiting for the ramification of his involvement, right? Mm-hmm. There's a rule for a reason, and it's not just casual. But there wasn't there wasn't a downside to him getting involved. There was only an upside. You know, he was never punished. There was never a something horrific that happened from him getting involved. So why is there a rule in the first place? Reasons. Tell you, it was, it was dope when Ultron was so powerful that he transcended the veil that guarded, that, that, that guarded shielded the watcher. The watcher. Dude, yeah. I got so shook 
I got shook with the watcher. And he was like, you heard that? I was like, oh, shoot. Man, that yeah. was dope content. Yeah. Uh, and and I get you got to give them props because they planted that seed in the episode with Doctor Strange, where Doctor Strange became so powerful and omnipotent that he became yeah. aware of the Watcher. Dude, mm-hmm. I would have been cool if this was Doctor Strange versus Ultron with the Watcher trying not to get involved, and then he does, and the world explodes or something. I would have been cool with no one, everyone else sitting out. Honestly, well, because Strange was strong enough. And that episode didn't feel like it was setting it up. That episode was such an amazing one and done story. And for him to come back, I didn't go, oh, y'all just did that episode so you can have him later. It's like, no, that was just a dope episode. It was just a dope episode. Oh, yeah. Um, I will say that what was really beyond great is that we got to experience Chadwick Boseman's last performance as T'Challa. His last performance ever, I think. Um, and it kind of hits you in the feels. So that alone makes me go, yeah, I don't, yeah, keep them all. <laughs> keep them all well, in there. That, that may also be why you were hoping for some sort of um, redemption mm-hmm. or, or some sort of resolution between them. Or acknowledgement know? or just just a some- moment. Because they, they were the only two people. They're the only hero and villain in the entire Marvel Cinematic Universe, with the exception of maybe Thor and Loki, that have that much history, that much stakes between them, even though they're not each other. When Star Panther goes to Wakanda, I don't know if Killmonger is there or not. There's a Killmonger somewhere, maybe. Yeah. Um, and maybe they rectify it or not. And when Killmonger made up in his mind that I have to kill my cousin, he didn't plan on ever seeing him again. <laughs> like, and it doesn't have to lean into it, but it's like we can't pretend like they're not here. You you chose to use these two characters, so it's like a, it's like Jack theater man. If you bring a gun on in the first act, would you bring yep. it on stage for if you're not gonna pull the trigger? Right. Or, well, or at least you're creating tension that has to be dealt with. Yeah. You know, because you, you're creating an atmosphere that must be acknowledged. That's 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 the real jelly. Right. And the, when you have a gun on stage, metaphorically speaking, and don't acknowledge it. You, you're dude, missing the you're missing the potential for what that moment is, because this isn't even the our T'Challa. Right. This is the T'Challa that got Thanos to change his mind. This mm-hmm. is the T'Challa that universally made his entire universe a better place just because he is who he is. He is a better version of the T'Challa than that's in our universe. So when this T'Challa meets this Killmonger, what is that? This guy made Thanos go, yeah, you're right. I'm going to stop. This guy? <laughs> His superpower is kindness. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, but I don't think uh, Killmonger. I don't think he would have changed Killmonger because Killmonger wanted something specific, and that was. But but the there free. was an opportunity. But there would have been there a moment. The, the the conversation when Killmonger had all the Infinity Stones at the end and absolute mm-hmm. power, that was the moment where you activate T'Challa to come 
shine that that thing that made him so special onto his cousin. And now you have his cousin who has ultimate power in a situation where he has to show true character. Mm-hmm. You know, given the opportunity to make that choice. That that <sighs> was a squandered moment. I'm going to say that Killmonger is a man of his uh, a, a man of certain fortitude and will be like, nah, you can't talk me out of this. I know and what but, I want. I know what and, needs and, to happen. And he may not, but there would be a moment. At least a moment. And I don't know how it happened, but Killmonger looked directly at Strange. And we know that Strange destroyed his entire universe to accomplish one thing, bring his girl back so they could be together. And Killmonger looked at Strange and basically implied, you can have that. Mm. And they they glossed over that too. I'm and I and and Strange didn't jump on board it. And I was like, well, that's strange. <laughs> you destroyed your entire universe for one thing, and this guy actually has the power to give you that one thing you want, and you're going to prevent him from. Actually, all Killmonger wanted to do was give everyone a better world. At that point, yeah, he wasn't trying to lord over nobody. As a man, no, he's like, awesome. you get what you want, you get what you want, you get what you want, you get double what you, you want. Get a, you, get a, you get a wash and dryer, <laughs> and you get a house. And, you... <laughs> and then you also got Black Widow, whose world we know is trashed. Right, it's gone. And she's like, not tempted to be like... Like, it didn't even make sense to me that they would team up against him at that point. We're like, what, he's literally trying to make not just his universe a better universe, but all the multiverses a better universe. And and according to the Watcher, all you know about these other people is that they're they're the best of their universes. So we don't know Killmonger's a villain. You don't know what he did on his world. For all you know, he's freaking the Superman of his world, and he was chosen to to be the leader in this multiverse war. Well, and we know that that actor will be the Superman of some world soon. Black Superman. Gonna <laughs> happen. Better buckle your belts. Better buckle yeah. your seatbelts. Fasten your capes. But yeah, like they, and that's why I say it goes at a rapid pace. They had no reason not to trust him. You know, in Even that if he's, setting, in that, in that moment, setting, especially what he was proposing. You don't he know wasn't he's the proposing bad guy. No, but he wasn't proposing anything that the hero, a, a hero of the story, wouldn't say. Actually, that sounds right. Wait, you can bring everyone. You could. Essentially, he was doing what Tony Stark did when he snapped. He's bringing people back. He's undoing the destruction that was now, done by the big bad. And that's the hypocrisy. Doctor Strange have- is like, don't do it. I tried it. It ruined my world. Somewhere in the multiverse, Tony Stark is like, I'm sorry. It didn't work for you. I brought everybody back. <laughs> I would have snapped. Well, you I know, did everything. But nah, it was like he didn't have to be the hero. Strange could have went against him and said, no, I tried that. It doesn't work. And then that would divide the team because not everybody standing there would be like, Strange is right. It would have been like, no, I lost my world. Give me some of that power. That moment should have been polarizing. Polarizing. And it wasn't. Everyone just just decided to go against him now. It it was a trope. It's like, you know, in those team-up movies, you always got one person on the team that's going to double-cross everybody, and you know it going in. And in this one, instead of making it, like like you said, Jack, a real moment, 
of why wouldn't you? It just turns into the bad guy and, has power. And frankly, that might be the real moment where the watcher really gets involved, gets involved. I mean, hell, what happens when the watcher takes the crystals? You know, if he took the infinity stones, the watcher takes the infinity stones. Where's that story go? Here's the issue with connected universes and connected movies. You can't do everything you want to do because it'll mess up mm. everything right. else. And they're saying, hey, that's the problem when things are tied together. As much as I can't wait for Eternals to come out, I know they can't just go ham because that'll mess up this movie and that movie and this series and that series. When they're all so webbed together, you can't be as interesting as you want it to be. So mm. here, they can't end this series with a clear big bad floating around because we may never deal with it. So what do you do? You redeem Doctor Strange, you turn him to a good guy, and he's cool with sitting on the side watching the snow globe. He's out of the way. <laughs> no one's going to think he's ever coming back again. And we won't. I don't know, but now we've seen him come back. And now we know he's got a way out of his, his own personal snow globe. But he has purpose. I'm cool with watching over these. They can pick him up whenever yeah. they want to, but you we're know, never I wondering. Well, really what they did is they gave that strange more power. <laughs> He's got the Infinity oh. Stones. I'm sorry. Hey, well, hold up a second. The series ends with the Doctor Strange that destroyed his universe in the quest of one thing to bring his girl back, who obtained omnipotent and ungodly power. At the end of the What If series, they gave that strange all the infinity stones essentially he's sorry well i feel like he 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 learned from his lesson because he he tried to do it himself couldn't do it then he was like you know what i mean what was he doing before that he was just in his own little prison pretty much and that was it like what did he have what did he have other than that like was he gonna go back and try again mess up again destroy more universes and just save himself again and he could be stuck back in in a bubble they gave him. So I was like, okay, well now, stones. well now oh, I have a purpose here. here. I just need to, I just need to watch this. He doesn't have the stones, and it won't work because she can't be there because he literally evaporated that world. He did bring her back, and then he, the world fell apart around her. And because right. of that, him finding purpose and watching over this takes him out of the game. You never have to watch this next Spider-Man movie and worry about this dark, but, strange. But what's the up. point of having this strange look over the stones? Because you also established to get this. him out of the way. I'm sorry, but you yeah. also established this. I know reasons. In every universe, in the multiverse, are the Infinity Stones. Time and time and time again, there's just billions of Infinity Stones throughout the multiverse. So right. why is him watching over these matter? Oh, because Ultron can because, get it. Right. He can get. He can get any of them. No, he can't because he's stuck he, in there. Yeah. Okay, he's stuck in that one. He's basically watching over Ultron and Killmonger. Not really the stones. He's watching over these And two actually, guys. he's not even watching over Ultron anymore. He's watching over um, Zola because Zola took control of Ultron. Yeah, it's true. Right. Yeah, you're right. So he's watching over these two guys who have infinite power at their disposal if one of them gets, gets it. All right, you're right. He's holding but, them in a time vortex. 
The real reason is so you no longer wonder, where's Doctor Strange? Where's that dark Doctor Strange? When, I wonder when he's going to pop up. You no, know where he, he is. Be, he you know what he's up. doing. He ain't. He Unless they want. They, he could. Yeah, they could they, now. They, they could. But they gave themselves a reason for him not to. Is what I'm saying. If they ever brought him back, they would need something as crazy powerful as what was going on with with Ultron in this. I'm gonna tell you this: yeah. he ain't coming back. All right, he ain't coming back. I think we can agree on this, though. The series ended on a banger. For those of you who who are debating about whether or not to watch this series, if you watch all of the even number episodes, you are going to enjoy yourself. <laughs> True or false? <laughs> That's yeah. very true. That's very true. true. They fit to what they what they set up. They went meh, good, meh, great, meh, and that finale meh. was meh. It was because it was also in odd, odd number. number. It was number nine. Um, we got a we got a, a post credit scene. Peggy Carter, a big part of the narrative of this episode is uh, Pecky Carter missing Steve Rogers. Um, the beginning of this episode, uh, the beginning of yeah, episode nine played just like Winter Soldier. Much of the dialogue she had with Black Widow was the same dialogue she had with Steve Rogers. Yeah. Same exact dialogue. Black Widow says to Steve, did you ever check with Lily in accounting? Here it was Bernard in accounting. She gets on the ship. I wonder if the choreography was the same. I got to go back and check. But a big theme is that. So in the the, the post credit, like with us, I got something to show you, and we see the Hydra stomper suit, and she's like, "There's someone on the inside," and I didn't get an ominous kind of fearful thing. The mood I got was something sweet. What yeah. Do you guys think? Well, they they're defrosting him in this universe, same as they defrosted him in the other ones. You getting your uh, Steve Rogers back? How? Yeah. How? Uh, reason. Reason. He has no serum. He was in the suit, and so? he was cryogenically frozen because he was in the ice. Which is was weird. he? We didn't see him in it. the ice. He was so as super soldierous as Bucky was when Bucky was went under. But Bucky was no Bucky. Bucky. Bucky went under. Bucky became abducted, became a super soldier, right. and then went into stasis. Last time yeah, we saw right. this Steve Rogers, he was watching her push a squid through a portal, like he was fine. Yeah. So what happened? And how is he alive? Uh, oh, that's weird. True. Yeah. Very weird. Because like, how are you going to spin that? Like, you're going to be like, yeah, I was alive in a suit the whole time, but like, why? How? Unless, like, what is, unless he got caught and was experimented on the same way Bucky was, and now he's like this world's Winter Soldier. After she went through the portal, he got. got why it. does he need? Why does he need the suit? Like they just they just brainwashed him, and then like okay, now just power the suit the whole time. Like, but if he was running around murking <laughs> people in that suit, he wouldn't be. Very that would have made news. Exactly. That would that would have made news. There's no way that that could have been kept under wraps. Like a giant robot, you would literally have to kill the whole news network around you. Maybe he has, Rich. Which you Maybe could. He just kills the news robot. every time. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's time for the uh, oh mother. Oh, God. I mean, if it. If it is Steve Rogers, and we're never coming back to this, they're gonna just continue with anthologies. 
why not have him look super buff as if oh man he was abducted and he was turned into their winter soul like why not just show us what do we get out of just seeing the the, the hydra buster because well, they don't have they're leaving it open-ended because they don't have those answers yet but they don't they're have to continue it out. but they don't have to we can just jump into like we never have to revisit this world again that's so why true. It don't make no, no damn sense. It don't make no damn sense. <laughs> That's pretty much it, man. I think uh, we were kind of all over the place with this because we're doing three episodes. We just want to have fun with it. That's all we have for What If. Like I said this before, there's an odd number of episodes that are pretty odd and an even number of episodes that are freaking fantastic. But at the end of the day, you already have Disney+. Plus. You already love the MCU, so just watch it because it's a treat. It's what we get to watch in between Shang-Chi and the Eternals. It's just a nice appetizer on the side. And do things make sense? Not all the time. But let me tell you this. When they make sense, Jack, they freaking make sense. Them even numbers, they make sense. Yeah. And it's still fun yeah. to watch your heroes. Um so that's that. I think it's time for some recommendations. Yo, listen, Chris isn't here for whatever reason, but here is your boy Rich. I'm gonna give you some anime recommendations, okay? First of all, two of them on Netflix. You got Baki and you got Baki Hanma. All right, Baki is a tournament high school kid trying to be the best, trying to be trying to be his dad because his dad is a champion. And then you got Baki Hanma, where now he needs to fight off his dad who is off in the world just fighting monster elephants that was destroying the Sahara. Yeah, it's pretty crazy stuff. But um, he ends up going to prison where he fights Mr. Unchained, a big bodybuilder dude, and pretty crazy stuff. Um, also, you need to get some retro in your life. You need to get some Naruto, and you need to get Naruto Shippuden. And then after that, get up to date with some Baruto. If you're not getting all this in your life, I don't know what you're doing with your life. <laughs> y'all heard him, y'all. Y'all better get on that Naruto Baruto. Whoa. to pronounce these shows. Y'all better get up on that Babuta. It's all good. Wow. We're off the rails. Man, listen, we have such a great time doing this show. You can catch us on social media. We're on Instagram. We're on Facebook. Three Brothers and a Shot of Milk. We're dropping content all day, every day, really building up that community. Give this podcast a a, a, a five-star review. You know, it helps out the algorithm. And if you're enjoying it, show us some love. Make sure you download, like, subscribe, share it with your friends. We will be back. Same bat time, same bat channel. Hey, get that Baruto in your life.